0: We have been reading the chapter number one of the Gospel of Mark. Yes, last Sunday, the calling of the first disciples. And today, Jesus enters a synagogue and basically performs an exorcism. So if this is your first time at St. Michael's, maybe this is not a typical St. Michael's homily. But let's speak about this question. How does Jesus overcome the lies of the enemy? How does Jesus rebuke? the whispers of the unclean spirit in the synagogue. This is a very relevant topic because one of the main works of Jesus is to basically overcome the deceptions of Satan. And one of the main works of Satan is to bring deception into this world. His main strategy in some way is make you believe he does not exist. He's an enemy who wants to be unnoticed. And his second strategy is to speak half-truth, to speak deception, to lie. Jesus says he's a liar from the beginning. And many times, the enemy of the human race, this liar, Satan, the serpent, is whispering things to you, and you don't even realize where they are coming from. And you take them as true. They have a force of reality. And Jesus does not dialogue with the unclean spirit. He says, quiet, come out. The Greek translation is be muscled. Like like a dog, M-U-S-Z-Z-L-E-D. Like he puts his muscle on the dog, so stop barking. Be quiet. So let's look at five typical words the enemy likes to whisper upon you and me every day. He uses these words or these cards against God, against you, and against others. And he just pushes play many times a day. And it's kind of a background music in your heart. The first word Satan really likes to use is a word word really, question mark, or really? This is Genesis 3. The serpent said to him, did God really say? It's a spirit of suspicion. The enemy wants to cast doubt and suspicion upon every single word Jesus speaks as true. Does God really love you? How can God be good if you are going through that suffering? Does he really care for you? Is God really present? Does he really exist? Are you sure? Is God really present in the Holy Eucharist? Are you sure? Is a spirit of doubt, the spirit of suspicion. He instills upon each one of us. One person said once, Satan wants you to doubt your beliefs. Satan wants you to begin to doubt everything God revealed as true. He wants you to de- doubt the creed, the principles of faith. And he wants you to believe your doubts. Satan wants you to doubt your beliefs and believe your doubts. God is the opposite. God wants you to believe your beliefs, and doubt your doubts. God wants you to truly believe in his word, in his truth, and be convicted of it, and doubt your doubts, or the doubts the enemy instills upon you. That's the first word. Really? The second word is lacking. It's this idea of insufficiency you lack this, you lack that, you're not good enough, you're not beautiful enough, you're not powerful enough, you're going to fail. You're not going to have the resources you need to succeed. You're not capable enough. Don't aspire to that thing. You're not smart enough. The sense of ongoing insufficiency. It's like the spirit of criticism, the critical voice going inside your mind, Going against yourself and also going against others. These words Satan uses are directed to you, to God and others, as we said. The spirit of accusation comes from him, from the enemy. John says in the book of Revelation, the the accuser of our brothers is cast out. So this idea of lacking, of not being good enough, many times we use it for others. Look at your spouse. Look how many things she or he is lacking. Look at your kids. You Look at your roommates, your coworkers. This ongoing criticism, this spirit of accusation. If you are under this ongoing accusation of someone in a particular uh, moment and on an ongoing basis, Well, you need to be careful. Maybe it's the spirit of the enemy. And this second word he likes to repeat. The third word is grasp. Basically, Satan says, you're alone. You are by yourself. You need to grasp your happiness. You need to grasp success. God doesn't care for you. You need to be independent. You need to take care of yourself. You need to own your own success. Don't ask others. Don't consult others. Don't show yourself weak, vulnerable. Just be powerful. Grasp everything you need. That's also the spirit of self sufficiency and independency he instills upon us. The fourth word is the one Five One mentioned last week. And it's a word, never. You will never change. That sin you want to overcome, that addiction you're struggling with, you will never change. Why fight? Your son, your kid, your friend will never convert. Why pray? Stop praying. Don't waste your time. Satan is an expert in discouragement. He's an expert in discouragement. He wants you to be stuck and stay there. The fifth word is tomorrow. Don't change today. One more day. Don't give up that thing today. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is the day. Don't start fasting today. Tomorrow. Or later. Don't pray now. Like, keep, this is very important. This task, you need to finish it now. Don't pray. Then you will have time. Later. Or, oh, now is the time to work. No, no, later. Now I deserve like five minutes of social media. I studied 20 minutes. I, really, I am entitled to this five minutes of social media. I will work later. I will study later. I will ask for forgiveness to that person tomorrow. I will go to confession next week. And you have been saying this for three years. The word of Jesus is today. If today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Come, follow me, said Jesus. Immediately they follow him. This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing today. These are the Lies and the whispers the enemy is saying to you all the time. And he's not very original. He just pushes his bottom of tomorrow, never, really, and repeats according to your needs, your needs. And then they begin to have a force of reality in you. Jesus walks into the synagogue. And he says, quiet, come out, quiet. I'm not going to negotiate with you. You are a liar from the beginning. I'm not going to compromise with you, quiet, come out. And a new freedom comes into that man that was possessed for years. So how to rebuke these words of the enemy? How to access the freedom that Jesus wants for you? How to live in what is real and true? The gospel says Jesus is a prophet that speaks with authority. The word authority comes from author. So his words create a new reality or the true reality. And that's the reality in which you need to live, the reality that is real, and not the reality Satan proposes as real. So let me suggest three words that can help you replicate this process of Jesus. The three words are read, rebuke, and repeat. First, you need to read the Holy Scriptures, and you need to read what Jesus has given us as true. Basically, you need to stand in the truth of Christ. In the old times when we didn't have technology and laser, people will detect the false dollar bills in this way. They will not look at all the possible false bills. But whomever had that job, they will spend time looking at the real bill, like this, like, OK, now I get it. This is the real $100 bills. And then that will give them the capacity to detect falsehood. That's what we have to do. We need to stand in the truth of Christ. We need to read the scriptures. You need to read the Bible every day. Even if it is one verse, there cannot be a day when you don't read the word of God. You need to read the catechism. Even like small chunkies every day. Now we have no excuse. You have a podcast called "The Bible in a Year," or the Catechism in a Year." It's a great way to be rooted in the truth of Christ. The second thing we need to do is we need to rebuke the unclean spirit. We need to rebuke, like Jesus, these whispers of the enemy. He has somehow, like a force of authority into this man that is possessed. He doesn't live like quickly or easily. This is the only one with whom you should not be gentle. You need to rebuke. You need to stand in the authority of Christ and rebuke. And say, quiet. Va de retro, Satanás. Stay behind me, Satan. I don't want to listen to you. What you say is only filled with deception. I don't want to listen to that. Eve listened to the serpent and started this process of negotiation. And we know the end result. Jesus is quiet. So one thing you can do to rebuke is to use the word renounce. Those who read Be Healed or went to the uh, conference last December you remember this, like, you, you say this, basically. I renounce the spirit of, filling the blanks. I renounce the spirit of discouragement. I renounce the spirit of orphanhood. I renounce the spirit of sadness. I renounce the spirit of self-sufficiency. I renounce this critical thought of not feeling good enough. I renounce the spirit of powerlessness and I cannot do the things. Just rebuke. You renounce. You stand in the authority of Christ who stands in the midst of the synagogue expelling this demon. And finally, you announce. You repeat the truth. You already read and pray of Scripture. So you, like Jesus, Create this new reality. Like Jesus, who is a prophet with authority, you speak to Satan the words of scripture. I don't know if you know this, but Satan cannot read your inside. He cannot know how you feel, he cannot know how you think. Whatever he knows about you is from the outside. He sees your movements, he sees what you see in the screen. He sees the reactions of your face, but he cannot know the inside. Only the Holy Spirit can know in an intimate way your inner being. So when you rebuke in an out loud voice and when you announce the truth of Christ with power, he gets behind. So if the first word is, I renounce, let's say, the spirit of orphanhood, and then you say, I announce that God is my father and that he cares and that he loves me. I renounce the spirit of weakness and I announce that I can do everything in him who strengthens me. I renounce the spirit of truth, the, of, of sorry, I renounce the spirit of doubt and I announce that everything Jesus says is true and will happen I renounce the spirit of lust, and I announce that I am clean in Jesus. So you rebuke, you denounce, and then you announce the truth revealed by Jesus. When Jesus speaks, great things happen. Peace, love, joy come to your life. So stand in his authority, rebuke these whispers of the enemy and speak the truth of Christ.